and we are live. Today is April 20th and we will be answering and talking about all the questions and topics you have tweeted in. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Yanks. My name's John Boy. I'm joined by always by Jake Story Alley, my dear friend. He's coming to you from his apartment. I'm coming to you from my apartment. We got producer BBD in the little corner taking some notes, helping us out. It is April 20th. Deeper and deeper into the expected season we go without any baseball. Jake, how are you doing today? 420, baby. Yanks come off a sweep of the Reds. Um, no, still no baseball, like you said. Um, oh, they would have been playing okay. the Reds? I think the series might have ended. I forget. Um, following that along means, in Brian Hoke, Hoopa League 2, I forget. That means our good friend Tucker Barnhart would have come to the office. More like, well, your friend Tucker Barnhart, my enemy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know. It's kind of a tough little bit. I, uh, I I banged up my back a little bit. I, I think I got a strained muscle and a pinched nerve. So for those watching, uh, I've mastered how to use a heating pad. And right now I'm making it look like regal. I think I look like a knight. Um, so yeah, that's been, it's one of those catch 22s, right? Cause it's like, okay, everyone's trapped inside and a little wound up. So now's a good time to be hurt, but it's also a bad time to be hurt with an injury that hurts when you sit, um, mm-hmm. because that's all there is to do. So that's, uh, that's where I'm at. Why don't you just hang? I mean, it's an option. Um, it's an option. I can look around and and uh, try some different things in the apartment. We uh, we did just have a kind of a huge moment. Like this is about 15 minutes ago. Noodle was posted on the Doodle Tales Instagram. Uh, Tales wow. like stories, not dogs. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's like 230k followers on there, and I think it's it's my first step to retirement. I think it's Noodle's first step till stardom. Uh, so I mean, that's a uh, I think that's a big break they call it in the biz. Did they ask your permission? Um, they probably talked to Jess at some point. I think they commented on one of the pictures and was like, "We're gonna post your dog" or something like that. Wow. Oh, dude, they chose a picture of um, that really show off that Noodle's got the longest legs in the history of dog. It's a long-legged, long-legged life. Um, yeah, oh, I don't wow. have the hair Fantastic. Flip up there. That could have helped yeah, yeah. me, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fantastic Fred, who's not a human, it's just another uh, doodle, commented. And said, wow, he looks like me, but five times bigger. So, I mean, pretty big day. So you're in a a weird world, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm climbing up in the doodle community, which I'm, I'm hoping will be big for me. Um, yeah, we just did the 7 p.m. claps around here. Uh, like BBD was giggling about 420. <laughs> um and yeah, just flipped on the Yes Network. I saw Kenny Singleton with two types of animal prints in his in his living room, and I like that. Now our guy Clark Schmidt's on. So yes, just copying us yet again. How are you doing, James? I'm doing well. I'm all right. I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of good. Um, this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Thomas Lemar. Yep. Tim, no last name included. Kimberly Huge. Alfano. Steve Vignola. Nola, huh? Vignola. Jeff Boyd. Nate Bonifant. And Christine Muller. 
Thank you very much to our most recent Patreons. And shout out to uh, Rich George in the chat. Always. He says that some heat and ibuprofen will help you out. Yeah, it's uh, for those wondering at home, if, if you're not familiar with pinched nerve or strained muscle in the neck, it's basically just definition of getting old. Um, like, no, nothing happened. <laughs> There's no significant moment. Uh, it just Pinched nerves are fit. scary. They're scary. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Got a little tingle in the left arm going, and it's like, okay, are we <laughs> – is it time? Uh, but sounds sounds like I'm doing – Pretty good. Uh, it's feeling like it's starting to get a little better, so we'll 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 be game ready by the season, Coach. Nice. So we'll peel back the the curtain for everyone at home. No guests today. We've been trying to do guests on the on the Monday on the Tuesday shows, voicemails on the Friday shows. No guests today. Uh, a little bit my fault. I just forgot to reach out to people, and that's on me. We'll be better in the future. I did reach out to some people that they, it was short notice. Jack Curry got a, his own. He's like, I got my own guest. I got a big fish I've been trying to get yeah. for a while. So he's excited about that. Did you find out? Well, yeah. Uh, he's he's interviewing Dr. Fauci. So Jack Curry went from probably the the least respected Italian ever in myself to the most respected Italian ever in, in Dr. Fauci. So nice, yeah, he, nice day for him. Uh, yeah. So he was like, I got a big guest myself. I was like, Ooh, not, I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask, but then he told me. So I felt nice. I was like, thanks for letting me know. So nice. Huge day. He's probably the most sought after man in America right now. Like every radio station and TV show has been like, how can we get right? Fauci on? Yeah. Right. I guess there's a New York thing with yes. So that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. What uh? What else? They should just syndicate him. So anyway, what I was gonna say while peeling back is, it, uh, we were texting ideas and Jake said we could just take some gummies and answer questions, yeah. and usually I'd say that's a terrible idea, because I think it is lazy. Not, but I agree, right. it's perfect. It's four twenty. If there's ever a day where we could do this, we're doing it today. Four twenty, man. Uh, yeah, probably. And okay, if you're at home and you're not a weed person or you're our mom. Like, no, like we're, we're not actually doing any of the weed, but, um, if, but if you are a weed fan, like, yeah, we're uh, just a little bit, just a loose, loosey goosey, have some I thought fun I, 420. I, yeah. You lost me. I, you lost me. I don't know if you left me out to dry or, or you're just lying. You took a gummy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was just, there's a crowd out there. Like they're in the car with their kids. They're not ready for that talk yet. And our, you know, maybe our moms probably wouldn't be happy with us announcing it, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My dad more oh, than yeah. my mom, but, um, uh, Jake. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, you just threw me off with your show. <laughs> when I hit, when I hit a good sure, man. Uh, BBD, how are you doing? Are you, uh, you living? You simping anyone on the internet? Well, that's just my whole life, I think. Uh, okay. So nothing out of the ordinary. Just, you know, had a, had a pretty productive day, and then uh, now we're here. Nice. We broke half a million followers on uh, the YouTube, so woohoo! Snap clapping. That was me. Good job by that us. Was me snap- that was me snapping with my hand that I... <laughs> It's kind of hurt. So that's you hurt your hand. Okay, yeah. we'll we'll cut that out. All right, you want to go uh, straight to these questions? We got a bunch of Let's questions get some here. Views. Yeah, we got a lot. So I appreciate the people who uh, who asked them. Did you pre-read any of these? Um, I saw one or two just from uh, tweeting it out, but I, I haven't seen a lot of them. And I think did I think, you uh, did you. Did people respond to the, your quote tweet as well? Because I don't have those up. Not really. They went. They went to the tweet. Good. All right. Well, we're just going to go in order that uh, Twitter brings them here. So. Here oh, we go. and if, if if anyone happens to be Tommy Canley's agent listening, I, him and BBD had a nice talk in his live stream, and he said he's he's fine with coming on Talking Yanks. Just talk to his agent. So. Uh, it, yeah, Tommy it. Canley's agent. Thank you. Thank you. Reach out. Thanks for listening tonight. Quick question from the gallery, who is Caitlin. Okay. While, you've never come up to me while recording and said, can I ask you a question? You have to do it on air. Okay. Come around Come around here. Okay. Okay. We have a big kind of question from Katie mid-show. Early Katie up. Would you rather have blackened salmon 
or garlic butter salmon? Oh, I don't care. Whatever you make. You usually like butter salmon. Then do the, the different. What a trap. Tough. There's a, there was a clear answer she was looking for. <laughs> yeah. All right. Garlic and butter. I'm having garlic and butter salmon. Everyone Sounds knows. Delish. Uh, Katie's really good at cooking salmon, so that's good. This this Thanks. question comes from Tori Mentz, which yes. who's who's at is the Tori story, which is cool. Yeah. The Jakey story. Maybe you should change your at. Yeah, I mean, I dated a Tory uh, briefly, and that was, you know, that probably would have been like the wedding hashtag. Tory story. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, Tory asks, if the Dodgers and Giants stayed in New York, would you guys still be Yankee fans, or would your loyalties be different based on geography or family? Mm. It's kind of interesting, because my, my grandpa... Ed, my dad's dad, I think he 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 eventually became a Yankees fan, but he wasn't. He was a Giants fan, I believe, and then they left, okay. so he switched to the Yankees. My grandma Barbara, who ends every episode, her husband was a Giants fan, and she just kind of stopped watching baseball. Their first date was a a Giants game, and she just stopped kind of stopped watching baseball. Then my great grandma would watch it every day over the summer in the 90s when the Yankees were good again. And then my grandma got back mm-hmm. into it. But I don't know if my dad would have followed his dad. So, like, my grandpa would have stayed a Giants fan. Would my dad have been a Giants fan? Because his dad was a Giants fan, which then would mean I would be a Giants fan. Because that's how yeah, unless, it usually works. Unless you get that one rebel. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's where I'm at. I think, uh, I think the main thing was uh i think my pops was a big mickey mantle guy um so you know considering everything stays the same i think if mantle's still a yankee that would be that would be how the torch was passed okay uh tori said based on your loyalties geography or family so uh geography didn't come into play because my my grandma was in the bronx yeah those stadiums were right next to each other though so yeah, and I mean Connecticut. It's I mean flip a coin for any team. So I don't have any coins on me. Next question, our friend Erica Block, loyal patron. Thank you my, yes. very much, Erica. Aside from Clint, which Yankees are cat people? Ooh, okay. Um, um this this feels like I'm just gonna name people that I don't like. No, no, no. Let's uh, let's think about this. Um, and BBD, well, you're 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 hot on the social media, so you might have some leans. But I I feel like Adovino's a dog and a cat guy. Yeah, he's um, probably got a whole whole family. I mean, Chad like, has a dog. Right. Talkman has a dog. Right. I think does Voight have a dog? Glaber has a dog. Voight might be both. I don't know. Um. I think Clark, I think Schmidt might have been a cat guy. Is that a Georgia thing? I don't know. There's cat no guy. other there's no other guys promoting themselves as cat guys besides Clint. But we have a lot of dog promoters. Higgy's like so chill he, he'd be fine if a cat was in the house. Yeah, it wouldn't bat an eye. He kind of gets cats. Yeah. Luke Voigt has a dog. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. You think Sessa's got cats? You know who'd be a cat person? Chapman. Like a creepy yeah. cat. Yeah, Chapman like, would have that shaved naked cat. And you'd look at it for one second, and you'd be like, this weird. And then two seconds later, you'd say, no, that all adds up. Yeah, like Chapman would, like you would look at the cat, and you'd kind of grimace, because that's your natural reaction to seeing the shaved cat. And yeah. Chapman would say something like, oh, does that... Does my cat creep you out? And you'd you'd be like, no. But in your head, you're like, yeah, actually, it does. That's a shaved cat. I'm not into that. I have. I just thought about maybe Nevin has a cat that he would never ever let people know he likes. 
Ooh, interesting. That's his. He's like, uh, you know, he's watching Bachelor on the bus with yeah. Booney, and and he's talking about crying when he sees his his son's first hits, and he's definitely got this soft side to him. But he's Phil Nevin. He's got the voice and the bravado, and you know all that. Can't be seen with any cats. But when he's cuddling up on the couch with a bottle of wine, watching a movie, and that cat comes by, there's some good petting going on. That's how I got yeah, it in my head. Yeah, the the detail that you were dancing around, but you left out, is when the family's around, he's mean to the cat. When yes. everyone's in bed and it's just Nevin up, him and that cat are are buddies. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. All right. I think I feel like I had one more sneak in. Oh, I was on the coaching staff. Like I could see Booney being like, "Yeah, well, I'm a dog guy, but you know, nothing wrong with having a cat around too." And you're just yeah, like, he's okay. friends with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good question, Eric. Next question from Playoff Glaber. How do you pronounce this guy's Twitter? Because he's very, he's very active. He's very nice. But Kuran Turo? Turo I, I just call him Turo. Turo, okay. What yeah. is the first moment that comes to mind at Yankee Stadium that you can say, I was there? For a long time, I didn't have any of these moments. I still don't really have. Like, my dad was at the Chambliss home run, and he was at the Boone walk-off. So, yeah. I'm always in the shadows of my dad's moments. Those are phenomenal. Yeah. I don't have any. I was at game five versus the Orioles in 2012, and they won. CC was on the mound. It was cool, but there wasn't, like, a moment in that game that was amazing. Um there's a moment that I didn't even see. I was really little. Me and my dad were walking in the halls getting food, and he was, like, walking walking around, and he, he looked into the alleyway to see the field, you know, through the concourse, and he saw Jeter do the jump throw, and he, like, stopped me in my tracks, and then we, like, ran to a TV. He's like, you watched the replay, and I just remember that because my dad was, like, in awe of that in the whole jump throw. I... Uh, the, the comeback versus Seattle in 2018 with Stanton on Gary hitting homers, I was there. But the biggest moment for me is 2009, game six versus the Angels when, when A-Rod hit that game-tying home run in the ninth inning. It's pretty big. Yeah. That was a pretty big one that I liked. Coldest game ever. Jabba came in. It was awesome. It's pretty good. Yeah, we uh, I feel like this question used to be kind of regularly in the mix, and my – uh, my answer is, uh, it's, I, I don't really have a good one. I, I, I haven't been to a playoff game. Uh, I, I ideally this year was planned. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, as I, as I've said a few times on this show, my family was all about the Sunday day game trip. So like we drive up in the morning game and drive back. So I think I've seen the most Jorge Posada playing first base games in person. Like it just, it just felt like every Sunday game it'd be like, oh, excited to see Tino today. And it's like, well, they're going to try Jorge out at first. And you're like, okay, Jorge's at first. That means backup catcher, you know, Jorge's going to make at least two mistakes. Um, and yeah, I feel like every game, uh, we went to a lot of hot games, got cooked one fourth of July. So that's, that's kind of what I got. I'm trying to find uh, the home run I was talking about. I the think game it was we game to, game, game two. We went to last year um, when the the Yanks beat Sale. That was that was fun. Yeah, that was a good game. Oh, that was a good game. I was I was at Sean Mania's game when he no hit the Red Sox. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But he gave up a hit in like the second inning that the the guy just didn't rule a hit. <laughs> Fine. With so, that. so like. But in my brain, I, I was like, I couldn't buy into it. You know what I mean? Sure. Because it was like, well, there was a hit in the second. The John Guy Boy just, Jinx. Yeah. Oh, I cursed him. I cursed him. All right. Next question. What is each Yankee doing to pass the time? Mm. Well, Canley's gaming. Otto's hanging out with his kids and pitching. Uh, Voight's doing yard work. Clint's been quiet. I'm sure he's gaming and hanging out with his cats. Judge, no one knows. Right? I don't know. Judge is just, like, getting healthy. <laughs> um, he now was, that his, his, he was, both of his lungs work now, so that's great news hurt. for him. 
Um, I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> just Judge and Stanton hanging out in Tampa right now. Like they're the only two allowed there because they're both technically rehabbing. I thought Sevy was as well. Sevy's allowed there too. I don't know if he like is there, but he's allowed to be. Pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good power play to be like, yeah. I mean, they're not letting any of the guys, but you know, I mean, I can come. Yeah, I'm allowed. Yeah. No, I, just I mean, yeah. No, Urshela just... tried to pull in the other day, and we had to be like. No. Get out of here. You're healthy. Yeah. Uh no who tries to come? Gumby tries to come like every day. Ooh, and judge tough. and judge and Stanton are like, Gumby, you're not allowed. You got how have you not heard about this yet? He's like, I'm rehabbing. I had Tommy yeah. John. And they're like, No, you pitched those those four innings at the end of last year. You're so good. you're not allowed. You're good, kid. Um Yeah, I don't know. And I uh uh, shout out! Shout out to the Coles. They got to be having a pretty weird experience. They moved to Connecticut. Don't really know people. <laughs> like like Boone snuck over once or twice, but um, yeah. You see that? You weird, see their house? Nice, nice digs. That's tough, man. I don't like that. You don't like having nice houses? No, I don't like the public having access to be like, "This is Garrett Cole's house." No, it's a total fucked up world we live in. Right. Like, you can just find his house. We could just drive yeah. to his house right now. <laughs> don't, please don't do that on our recommendation. No, don't. It's messed up. Yeah. It shouldn't be available. It sucks. Yeah. Um, Glaber posted an Instagram story of him, Wade, and Anduhar taking ground balls on the backfield. So I guess that those guys are back there as well. Thanks, Ben okay. McKinney in the chat. So they're having fun. Who would win? Uh, this is, comes from Morris twenty six Romero. Who would win in a fight between reporters Jeff Passan and Kenny Rosenthal? Ooh. And who's a fair fight for Brian Hoke? I'll let you know when I meet that man. Um, but it hasn't happened in this lifetime. I think Passan takes Kenny now. See, we've got. Uh, there's one thing here. Cause I mean, yeah, Passan's maybe an inch or two taller. Nobody's it's, really, it's nothing. It's nothing to brag about. He's younger. Though. Uh, the, here's, here's the trick. Kenny Rosenthal feels like he's got that sleeper, like really in shape old man thing going, you know, like Kenny Rosenthal runs his five miles every morning where Passan's got kids. So is he in like dad mode, kind of not really training for anything, and he's worried about taking care of the kids? Where Kenny, I feel, Ken might be real fit. Passan's eighteen years younger, so I'm taking Passan. I mean, it's a safe bet, and I knowing Uncle Jeff, he would he would say. I'd, I'd, I'd wipe the fucking floor with Kenny. And we'd be like, okay, Jeff, I get it. You can swear on podcasts. Dude, I want to see this picture of Jeff that I just found? Yep. It's, it's, it's very macabre. Oh, okay. Oh. See it? <laughs> yeah. Those are darting eyes. Yeah. It's like, just like, what? He's just trying to be so mischievous. Like that feels like it was his FBI photo or something. Like we we've met Jeff a bunch. He's incredibly fun and and nice, like really nice, almost a bubbly personality. Yeah, and this kind of has him looking like a Shermanator. Yeah, you're kind of not happy if your daughter brings that home. <laughs> it's a funny picture yeah all right um okay what next jake what next what next this comes from judge underscore big if rosell's chances are completely off the table could he replace tyler wade if tyler struggles with the bat since they both play similar positions. No, because Tyler Wade's going to be much cheaper than Roselle Herrera. 
and is locked up for seven years or six more years or five more years. I don't know what it is, but Roselle would be like on a one year deal for the minimum and you'd get rid of, that means you're getting rid of like four or five years of weight. So no, because if it's just a bench role player, like that's what they're doing. You're not going to really dump those five years of weight for just the one better year of Roselle. So no, so zero chance of that, in my opinion. Do you have a yeah, different I, opinion? I mean, the, only, the, the only thing there would be if like waiter has, I think Tyler still has one year of options left. So like it could be uh, if Wade really isn't playing well, they could send him down and call up Roselle. Um, but I think the bigger thing is if baseball does come back this year, Luke Voigt just hit a homer in a game from last year on yes on course. So that's good. Um, if we do play baseball this year, um, it's going to be a minimum of a 30 man roster, um, which would be good for Rosell Herrera. I think. Yeah. I mean, he was on the 25, but that was with two injuries judge and Stanton. Yeah. So 26, my bad. Uh, yeah, they can both very easily be there. Yeah, but is he going to be hot? Was Roselle riding the hot hand? Now it's cooled down. Who knows? Now, t- Tim's to? Tim's told him his hitting coach advice: swing hard, baby. Just swing harder. Mario asked most underrated Yankee, and then Heavy. followed it up with of all time. Okay. I mean, uh, who do you got, Jim? Uh, Lazari. Tony Lazari. Tony Lazari. He is a Hall of Famer. Played for the Yankees for 12 years. With an 847 OPS, a 120 OPS plus, a 293 batting average, a 379 on base percentage, I mean, this is a 12 years average we're talking about. Nobody knows this dude's name. Obviously, a lot of people that listen to this podcast know this guy's name. But if you go say, name one of the Yankee Hall of Fame greats, (laughs) you're no one saying Tony Lazari. And he is. He's a Hall of Fame great of Yankees past. 12-year career with the Yanks, and all of his numbers are so good. Yeah, MVP votes in five different seasons. Going off some war stuff, I mean, you got got someone like Bill Dickey is up there. Willie Randolph was a really good player. I think he gets still appreciated from his coaching days, though. Um, and, I mean, hey, Brett Gardner's also an option. If, if Brett Gardner has another nice year or two, he's going to be like a top 20 all-time Yankee war player, which is insane when you actually think about it. Um, yeah, and that's where kind of war loses its value. Yeah, like, I, I mean, think that's more Guardian, of a, I, it's more of a knock against war than it is a good for Guardy. I mean, Guardy racks up defensive war, so you have to consider that. But it's also contributes to his longevity. Um, like you're, I, I mean, Guardy has been this player for twelve years, and a lot of people cannot do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. To be a but, to be a speed outfield guy and do it for this long doesn't happen a lot. Does not. You are correct. Who was your other one? I think Bill Dickey was up there. How about Thurman mm. Munson, man? You and I fell in love with the the small sample we've seen of him. I think he's pretty highly rated, though. But not a, amongst people our age. Like, I mean, BBD, how how much Thurman Munson have you watched? Uh, Well, I was kind of a, a freak kid. Who's just okay. watching and like every old thing? I would just sit around watching and like all the Yankeeographies. And he's yeah, like, I, I think if any though. if any Yankee Sam. if any Yankee fan who grew up with Yes Network, which is BBDs, and anyone younger than me, they know all about Thurman Runs. They didn't do a Yankeeography on Tony Laz. And and I mean the what BBD mentioned there, the parent card too. I mean every I was gonna say I mean the parents generation they always let out Thurman pretty early. And I guess we've we've been listening. So how about that as a society? Wow. Okay. Next question comes from Firefrog Hat Jake. Okay. If you could choose one player, if you could choose one pat, if you could choose one, one player player's power. power, 
Whose would you choose? Example, Stan's power, Guardy's speed. So they're good, their best attribute. I'd choose right. Chapman's fastball. And that's that's kind of the trump card, I think. Like we we liked asking some pitchers on talking baseball and talking Yanks, if you could have one pitch yeah. from anyone else, what would you have? And everyone just names Chapman's fastball. Because if I could throw it's, that yeah. with ease, it doesn't hurt my arm <laughs> and it's really good. It's kind of that need for speed kicks in where it's like, yeah, you know, I, I touch 95, but uh, if I get to, if I could get to 100, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Cause I feel like a lot of the skills would be wasted on me. Um, maybe Tyler Wade speed, like to still be that quick. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. It's not really, Oh, you're, you're thinking about you having this in your everyday life. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, if you gave me judges power, like I still can't hit major league pitching. Well, I think you can, that's what you're getting. No, no, no. If I, you just have to pick one power. So I get Aaron judges power, but he has Jake Storielli's contact. Well, then anyone that's not a professional baseball player or high school or college baseball player, if you don't choose speed, that's really weird. Well, no, judges power and Chapman's fastball are still great answers. Cause I mean, I, Why, what do, am I going to use Chapman's fastball with throw a can of soup at Katie real fast? I mean, you could work on the accuracy or it'd be a cool party trick. Go on the boardwalk, get blacked out, bet hobos and shit. That'd be fun. Okay. There's See? no there's no win for batting. They don't even have then, batting cages anymore to go mess around with. They're all like facilities for baseball players. And dude, it would still be pretty cool to have Aaron Judge's power and, you know, go out there and if your buddy's soft tossing to you, you just go yard. Like, that's still pretty awesome. You know what? I, I For a second, I thought, wouldn't it be cool to do that and play like men's league softball? And then I remembered when I played beer league softball, the dudes who hit home runs every at-bat, was just so sad. A little bit. Like they just came up and they hit a home run and then they rounded the bases and went to the dugout. I was like, that's why are you here, man? <laughs> like that's how could that be fun for you or anyone? You almost feel like there's at the what you watch the home run and you're like, okay, that's kind of impressive. And then you're like, okay, so what's the story? Like you yeah. were really good in high school and you got in trouble. Did well, you why try are, to make it to the league? Yeah. 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 Why are you playing beer league softball against me? I just always felt sad for them, which I don't know. It's maybe a weird they trait. felt sad for you too. So it worked out. Sure. Sure. That's fine. I would, I struck out a blind lady three times in beer league softball though. One oh, game. Boy. So Ooh. not my fault. <laughs> kind of is. What was I supposed to do? Guide it to her bat. Hey man, hit the batter. I I led the league in strikeouts that season. It's pretty good. Because, yeah, if I could just drop it on the plate, it's just blind. I was like, what do I yeah. do here? I asked the other team, you know? Like, is this like a, a high school football situation? We're going to, like, create a hole and let them run through? Right. And they're like, oh, she just likes playing. Just throw it up there. It's like, okay. Three pitches. Yeah, three different times. So I was forced to strike out a blind woman in slow pitch softball. I mean, My hands were tied. Whatever you I did, do, man. I did lead the league in strikeouts, so I'm guessing she got some hits against other people, which speaks speaks volumes about my pitching. Here's one from Keith McPherson, coworker. Yeah. What time, on average, are you guys going to sleep and waking up during this whole quarantine pandemic fake life we're living in? Did we did we do this on JJR or? or t- we're ta- we we talked about this at some point on a show I that think we talked. We on. did this in like the Talking Yanks post game last yeah. week. Oh, so the patrons got early info on our sleep schedule last yeah. week. The post show. That's what you get. I like to be in bed at midnight, asleep before one. If I see it's one or later, I'm pretty mad at myself, and I get up at like eight. Yeah, I feel midnight's my number um, to to get to bed, and I feel I feel like there's just way too many nights where it's eleven fifty two, and I'm like, did I really push it? Like, why? Um, so that's kind of what's going on, and I feel like I've it normally it gets like a half hour later every night for me, 
and then I have to do like a full reset once a week. Okay. Uh, yeah. we, Katie and I have been sleeping in on Saturdays. Just wake up whenever. So it was like 10, 10 o'clock I got up. Oh, nice. Sunday, Sunday was brutal. I woke up and like Sunday was my reset night. So I had like a full night's sleep, woke up and I I got a I got some some drug for the next strain. Mm-hmm. And the side effects were like, well, you either get loopy or sleepy. And I mean, that's a dangerous thing with me. Cause if I get more loopy, I mean, you could run into a problem. Um, whenever I read that, I think I'm already loopy. So maybe this is going to unloopy me, which that's scary. Oh, wow. And then, and then there's the sleep thing and it turned out it made me crazy sleepy. So I had a full night's rest, took my pill, was like about to start my Sunday and was like, Oh boy. And then I was like back asleep. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, if the, my back wakes me up because my bed is so uncomfortable. Then I like today I got up at seven. That wasn't, I wish I didn't. It was just my back tapped out. It was like, you have to get me out of here. Torture chamber of a bed. Next question is from Christian Jones. What are your top three Yankee moments you witnessed in person? We already did that. Posada at first. Favorite piece of sports memorabilia you own? Ooh. I own Ramon. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm such a hoarder, but I don't care about that. Uh, But I own Ramon Laureano's batting glove because he gave it to me last November. And I think it's a money thing too. Cause I, you know, it'd be cool to have like a, I don't know, some sort of Babe Ruth plaque in a man cave, but I, (laughs) I don't have the plaque or the man cave right now. So um, I don't know. I think I have a Ted Lilly signed baseball. Um. Oh, I have a lot of baseballs that I caught at games when I was a little kid. Those are cool. I mean, I don't know where they are, so I don't know how much I value them. I think I gave them to my brother. He had them in his room. Yeah. My high school soccer jersey's in the house, so it's pretty big. Okay. That's cool. That's huge. I mean, I have, like, I have personal sports memorabilia from when I played hockey and shit and, like, my state, state championship stuff, but... If you say that, I think you sound like a giant loser. Right. But then if you say another person's accomplishments, that's not as loserish. That's a weird thing. Yeah. I think they're both kind of weird. I think you got to be there. Like, you know, I'm not going to spend money on uh, this base was used in the playoff game. This is no memory of mine. Give me the couch cushion I sat and watched it on. That would mean more to me 40 years from now. This is where chair. I want chair, chair yeah. from the old Yankee stadium. Well, those are cool. Phil, if you actually like use them, Phil Hughes had those. Those are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those are cool. I think they're, they're functional, but yeah. All right. Next up from burn baby burn. If you could trade in Boone's walk off in Oh three for Mo to nail the save in the Oh one world series, would you do it? Yes. Yeah. And that's not hard, right? I mean, that's saying, would you trade a World Series loss for a World Series win? Yeah. I don't think he thought about how easy that was. Yeah, it could have been tying in the Red Sox aspect of it. Like, I guess the the Red Sox would win in 03. Maybe they do it earlier. But, yeah, we'll just take the World Series, please. I mean, if I change 2001, all of 2003 gets changed anyway because I just fucked with the timeline. Oh, so butterfly mm-hmm. effect. Okay. So it's easy, 2001. The, the better question would probably be the, like, not dropping the last, not getting reverse swept in 04 because, like, we don't know the series. And that's also still an easy yes because we know that we yeah. lost in 03. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Would you, would you rather? Oh, four is interesting because if in theory, there's a world where the Red Sox curse continues, that's kind of fun. Yeah. That, that one is easy for me. I would, I would not get reverse swept and I would still take the loss of 2001. Like easily the reverse sweep sucks. It ruined a lot of things for us Yankee fans and it gave them power. 
And now the dynamic, it, it, it changed the dynamic of the fandoms forever. If that doesn't happen, I mean, Boston people are still suicidal when they think about sports and not yeah. very, very happy. So that is, and, and Yankee Yankee fans still get to play the, you know, curse. Who knows? They would have broke it in 08, 07, 13 or whatever, but for a little longer. And the way they did it, the reverse sweep, yeah. I, still haunts me. That's an easy, easy one change. Of those, one of those sports, like that's how you have to do it to do it almost. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just one up you by saying butterfly effect. We win in 01 and that changes the timeline. So they stop them for the reverse sweep anyway. So it works out. That's a huge call. Yeah, that's a yeah. great call. Good counter, Jake. Thank you. Uh, oh, That's just an answer. That can't be all of them. It says 43 answers. We didn't do 43. 43 answers. Replies. Did we miss? Did I miss any? Mike Ford with a nice base hit to right field. Good job by him. All right. Checking now. They're doing the... Uh... The early West Coast trip from last year. We're we're in Anaheim. I wonder if this is the extra innings game. Um, otherwise, not sure why they're replaying this. Found is a it, couple more. I think try giving it a refresh. Unless I think I think it's just that the desktop doesn't show all of them, but the phone does. Um, so we have some more here. We have. Do, 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 do. Is new Yankee stadium better, worse, or the same as the old? I think it's worse, but I, cause there's so much history tied to the other one that like, yeah. no matter what it was going to be worse in my brain, cause I like history and the, the Yankees is all about history. That's like the theme of the franchise. So I think there was no chance it was going to be better. I mean, safety and structurally, I'm sure it's safer. I don't mind the new stadium because when it gets going, it still gets going. And like, you know, it's yeah, like, it's, nicer. Um, it's modern. <laughs> yeah, um, but it is, it is, it is technically it, nicer, but yeah, it I is mean, the, spaced the out the Babe Ruth, Blue Gary. I mean, all of it, the Reggie Jackson homers, like Chambliss, all, all of it. Yeah. But I, I, the new one, like the OSHA with the wide staircases and all that did space it out doesn't feel the same. Like when, when you go to Camden or, or you go to uh, Philadelphia, like and you have that small, like on top of the field, a little more feel like that's a better feel at a game than current Yankee stadium. Yeah. But it's fine. Um, was there a side question to that? No. What advice would now present Jake and John boy give to 2018 Jake and John boy? Uh, work harder than work, do more. I think I gave it to 2018 Jimmy when I said, hey, you didn't do enough in 2018. You need to do more in 2019. Yeah, I think you already gave that speech. I don't think you could double down on that speech. Seems unnecessary. So, I, so I'm all set. I gave all the advice I needed to give and I followed through on it. And 2019 was a much different year. So I'm good. So no other advice. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. It would be it would be to uh be more uh cognizant of my time not working. But I think it's okay. a double edged sword where I needed to do that right. six months to do that to get us to get the company off the ground. I needed to do that six months of sixteen hour days and avoid every other aspect of there. my life. But uh yeah, probably should have like, you know, looked around a little bit. A little bit. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I'd probably warn about the coronavirus. And I'd, 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 I don't know. 2018, Jake doesn't I'd, even believe 2020 exists. So, Yeah, but I'd be like, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'd plan like a big tropical vacation. Do you hear about that couple that's like stuck on a tropical vacation because you can't get flights in or out? So maybe I'd be the stuck on the tropical vacation guy. I don't know. That'd be cool. Hey, Jess, we got to take a vacation. Why? Just trust me. Yeah. 
I guess it's a little weird. I think they're the only people on the resort. Um, yeah, I'd be pretty, I wouldn't be into that. Well, I think it's, you have to lean into it at a certain point. Like you just do the, well, this is obviously weird, but this is probably going to be the only 45 day period. I'm trapped on a tropical Island in my life. This is a sitcom waiting to be written. Let's do it. Okay. We just did. Done. This comes from the food guy. Bagels are a universal bread or bagels are breakfast. Is that an either or? They're not a universal bread. I tell you that. I lived in a lot of places that don't don't care about bagels. Uh, but well, you I mean, have I, a bagel for lunch, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. But it is a breakfast. It is primarily breakfast. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it with all Brecky Sammies. Obviously, I think my body shows that. Okay, just watch Tyro Estrada's first hit, I think. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Um, wow. Tyro's first hit slapper to right. Um, God, I'm, I'm kind of shook. I don't even remember the question. Uh, yeah, I'll eat a bagel any time of day. Yeah. Bagel at the dinner table is pretty weird though. It's it's a sandwich or breakfast. I mean, it's a tough moment if you're going just bagel, but if you gave me a sausage, egg and cheese on a bagel for dinner, I'd be like, ah, breakfast for dinner. Cool. Breakfast for dinner. That's the main part there. Yeah. From Fred's tweets. Who do you think has a better fastball, Ronald McDonald or Big Bird? Uh, Ronald McDonald, easy. It's tough. Big Bird's got some serious height. If he gets that release point right. He doesn't have fingers. He's got what? Claws or something, right? He's a bird. He's got wings. Giant bird. I mean, so you could say that about Chris Sale, too. Yeah. What do you... Big Bird's got three fingers. Big Bird has that. fingers. Less friction. Big Bird has they three give... fingers. Correct. Thank you, David. Why did they give Big Bird fingers? <laughs> I, I mean, know. birds still have claws and stuff. They land on things. They sure don't have fingers, Jake. Those are Big, Big Bird's talents. Talents. How about that? He has three talents. Yeah. BBD calling them fingers was pretty liberal of him. Yeah, they're webbed. Yeah. Simp. Well, it's not just a wing. It is. Those are talons. Um, <laughs> they're really poorly designed. I'm pretty upset about them. But. We uh we did a deep dive one day on the story of Big Bird, and it's, uh, it's kind of wild. Same you guy and, played Big Bird for like 40 years. You and I did that, right? Well, I did it with uh, our friend Jeff's girlfriend, Allie. Oh. And then I, I told you about it in either JJR here or something. But, yeah, it's crazy to think the same dude was under that suit for might have been close to 50 years. The Philly Fanatic is the same thing. It's the yeah. same guy. Fucking weirdo. What do you as the team's – what do you as the team's biggest weakness? I'm going to skip that. They left out a major word. Who on the Yanks plays on what console? Who's on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and who has an old-ass Atari sitting around? I mean, I got to bow out of this. I, can I try and guess what's cool and not cool? Um, yeah, because the, the way the question reads, I mean, essentially this is a barbecue question, but it comes into the gaming world. So it's I, like, who's, who's the hyper nerdy guys that play on PC? Cause PC, I know. you're giving away all the answers. Okay. Okay. That was my first hint. Okay. So I was going to guess that PC was nerdy and gamey. Okay. Is I have no idea if Xbox or PlayStation is cooler. I was always a PlayStation fan. But when Halo and that stuff came out, Xbox was yeah. way cooler. And then PlayStation after PlayStation 2, they were like, yeah, we're not going to make the next PlayStation for about 10 years. Everyone was like, what? Seems yeah. the opposite. And then I never know. I don't know if a new PlayStation came out after that. I tapped out after PlayStation 2. Big black thing. What's cooler, yeah. PlayStation or Xbox these days? Uh, BBD is closer to it. I think PlayStation, it's probably 60-40 PlayStation's cooler. Yeah, with the with the current generation, uh, the PS4 is pretty universally more like than the Xbox One. Could be wrong, uh, but like Xbox 360 was ahead of the PS3. 
but now they're i think next year is gonna be like when their next generations come out for both of them so big matchup coming up I like that i'm gonna be honest with you i tapped out i guess i really don't care about that yeah only one that jumped that jumped off the page to me is I, I think out being a computer gamer, just like attention to detail, like the pixels are better. The, the gameplay is more trust, like more true to its feel. Uh, I'll go out PC and that's all I got. Can you play the same game on a PC that you can on Xbox or PlayStation? Some of them. Like is MLB the show sold for PCs? J- just PS4, I believe. Correct. Crazy. Okay. Uh, favorite non-postseason Yankee home run? Ooh. Favorite regular season Yankee home run, then. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some big walk-offs. Oh, you know what? My non-walk-off is Judge's home run on Father's Day in 2017 when he cleared the bleachers. It's a good it's, one. It's the deepest home run I've ever seen in my entire life. No, I, I know it gets I'm going to tell, I hope, I hope Yankee Stadium's around long enough where I can tell my kids I saw a judge hit one there when we go there. Yeah. And they're going to walk past the spot and they're going to be like, where? And I'm going to say, it hit this railing right here. Right there. It's going to be like right the Mickey there. Mantle home run over, only I won't exaggerate it in time. I'll be honest to my kids. Right. Well, you'll exaggerate. Everyone gets old. Um, Everything gets think, longer in the retelling. I, I think it it's lame, and I get why the outside world mocks it a little bit, but ev- everyone's, like, coming to the Yankees' home run that happened for a while. Like, Giambi, Matsui, those ones jumped out. Like, what were they, extra innings in the rain for Giambi? Uh, and he hit the walk-off or something like that against the Twins. Maybe I'm misremembering it. Uh or Matsui maybe hit a grand slam in his his first Yankee at bat. I just think those are cool, man, because, you know, Matsui, when he came over, they were showing one of those games the other day. It might have been that game, and they were saying, like, how he's – they were talking about him as, like, the best player. They were saying he's better than Ichiro, who Ichiro came over and was great. <laughs> so, like, imagine the pressure Matsui had um, coming over and people are saying you're better than Ichiro – and then Giambi signs a monster contract. I, I think those first ones to get the get the gorilla off your back, those are always pretty cool. The A-Rod home run in 2009 when he came off the DL and was in Baltimore and basically was like, yep, I'm back and homered right yeah. away. That was pretty cool. Jeter, I think in 03, was in like a, terrible slump do you remember that when jeter finally like had a terrible slump i think it was 2003 and then we it was like oh for 30 they they was the only time he got booed they actually booed him um and we went to the game and he homered on the first pitch to get out of the slump and we it came right to us in the bleachers so i was there for it so that's pretty cool it's a good one when did Jeter slump? Do you remember that at all? I mean, vaguely, but I'm not a years guy. It was 2004. Can we go look at how bad Jeter's worst slump was? Sure. He was hitting... Okay, this is kind of fun. So after after May, so two months into the season... He was hitting 220 with a 277 batting average. Oh, look how bad this was, Jake. On April 28th, so he's played 21 games. He had a 161 batting average. He was 14 for 99. Not good. And that's when the big slump was. But I remember they booed him. Then he hit a home run opening uh, first pitch. 0 for 32. Hey, here it was. April April 29th. That's the day it was. We found it. Found it. Johnny Damon hit some home runs in 09 to keep that walk-off streak alive in April. And one of them 
uh, all my friends were over and they were packed in my car to go to the beach. We're going to a beach house. And I was like, Hey, the Yanks just walked off like three games in a row. So I'm, we're going to stay to the end of this game before we leave. And I was driving the car and then they, so they all like watch begrudgingly in California. They didn't give a fuck. And then Damon hit another walk off and I was like, all right, that was well worth it. You yeah. guys can't give me any shit. Let's go to the beach. Well, that was another good one. Yeah. Uh, who would you want to see in a Yankees uniform? Oh. Um, I don't know. Mike Trout, Serena Williams, something like that. Okay, cool. Great. Ooh, if MLB had their own strain of weed, what would it be called? Ooh. Something like uh, something about a, a double header. Double header, knuckleball comes up. Um, Knuckles. Stinky cheese. Uh, what is your go-to karaoke song? Jake, you have one. God, I, I always land. I mix it up. Brian McKnight back at one. Um you ought to know by Alanis Morissette. Uh, there, there's a few more in the rotation. Okay. I haven't done karaoke in years. How come I some, was a young boy? That was just in a show I was watching. And I was like, Hey, that's a song I cry to. How come sometimes I can see the moon during the daytime? We can skip that one if you want. Considering what you two have been subjected to, is this what you expected? And was it worth it to focus on drama for content? I believe the question is, was the Astros stuff worth it? I think that's what they mean. <laughs> That's that feels like a heavy question, but I can't figure out what it is. Yeah, I'm still on the moon thing. Um, I don't know. You could see the moon uh, because the sun's rays are still traveling. It's always there, the moon. They, yeah. So, do you want to take a crack um, at this one? Considering there's clouds. I'll tell you this, the, the, like the punctuation in this tweet is perfect from, from mommy Yankee, 1976, considering what you two have been subjected to, is this what you expected and was it worth it to focus on drama for content? So, um, I'm, I'm pretty lost. I don't know what we've been subjected to, but I'm going to say it was worth it. I, uh, Ooh, it's a tough question for me, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, totally. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure what, what she means is, was like the Houston stuff worth it. Just yeah. to get to here for, for the Houston. Was it worth it for bad Houston people to be dumb, dumb at you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If that's the question, like, do I, would I take back posting the bang video? No. It's led us to some pretty cool places and pretty cool people and some more cool things yet to come that people will be like, wow. Whoa. Jake got a face tattoo because of that. How? If the season is canceled, which to be free agent on the Yankees was hurt the most by all of this. I don't think benefit is the right word, but I think DJ clearly the least hurt. I'd agree with that. DJ is the one that's hurt the the least by this. Um, Tanaka, because he, he, if, because he's getting less money for a, a younger season as a guy who's on the wrong side of baseball's age graph. He yeah. just got some pay taken away from, you know, every year is going to get tougher for him to make 
money. So he got a little bit less on his good deal. Yeah, Tanaka, Gardy, uh, they both get older. Yeah, what if the Yankees don't bring Gardy back now? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it. I think right. I think for me, the answer would be prob- Paxton because he's also over 30 and he's coming off a back injury that he's not getting to like show people he's fine from. The back injury is a good one there. That's Cause fair. I was like, he's coming off a good end of the season, but yeah, the yeah, back he finished there. strong. All right. And that's where, yeah, I don't know. Lefty righty tank tanks a year or two older than Paxton, right? At tanks like 33 and or 32. And Paxton is 30. So this is Paxton's 31-year season, and this was Tanaka's 31-year season. They're the same age. Whoa. That kind of just blew my mind. Same day? Uh, Tanaka's November 1st. Tanaka's five days older. Five days? Jesus. They're both November. Well, there, there goes my Tanaka's older argument. Hey, that's wild. Yeah, right? When did Tanaka come into the league? Tank's got a little more tread on the tires, am I right? I don't I don't think so, Jake. Tread and tires? Wasn't that Paxton guy injury prone? That's what everyone told me for a year on Twitter. Well... Paxton's been in the MLB longer than Tanaka. Right. Because Paxton broke in in 2013. Tanaka came over in 2014. Tank's got more innings, though. I'd bet that, right? Yeah, you would think. I keep, I instead of just having both pages open at once, I, I keep exiting out and then doing it again. Sure. Uh, yeah, Tank's got 300 more innings. So, all yeah. that, all that tread. That's a season. That's two seasons. Yep. So that's the end of that question. And ah. I think that's the end. Of, that's the end of all the questions, ah. Jake. Unless you want to answer I that. It's not because Japanese. That's. Are you looking at them? The moon question. I think I answered that. I think I answered the, pronu- the moon thing. According to baseball reference, you pronounce it Masahiro Tanaka. Tank Which, was on Rakuten, huh? huh? He played on the Monkees? I don't know, because this is the JPPL. It's definitely um, Rakuten, right? Not sure. BBD's my guy on that. <laughs> How are you saying it? Rakuten this or This is a different league. I think it's Rakuten. Uh, I think it's Rakuten. Rakuten. At least the, at least the, the company's Rakuten, I believe. Rakuten. Yeah. No yeah, yeah, I said it kind of Kiwi before. You said well, kind of there's two. I think it. Rakuten's just a sponsor. So they bought the team right. name in the Taiwanese league and the Japanese league. Tank was throwing like a buck 80 innings a year from 2007 to 2013, too. Mm-hmm. Smaller ball in Japan. So if okay. you uh, put that into the equation, that's actually a tenth of the innings pitched gets taken out in comparison to MLB innings per the analytics analytics. there. A lot of analytics there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what tanks numbers were his last year in Japan? I am. I am looking at them right now. So yes, they're pretty good, huh? Not bad. 24 and 0 with a one, two, seven ERA. Yeah. I think he was ready. Oh, that was that's stupid. Damn. When we talk to Tank, we have to be like, "Did that get boring?" Do you, is Tank? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, it had to. Um. So the last dance is out with Michael Jordan, right? And this will be the last sure. little conversation. I'll end the show. But that killer instinct, and obviously Kobe, Kobe had it as well. How many Yankees have it so much so that it? It shines through TV because with CC gone, I feel like it's guardian tank. Do any of the young guy, maybe Voight, he plays a little angry, but you know what I mean? 
Who who on the Yankees has yeah. that like I'm mean between the lines? I like they go into a different they flip the switch. Yeah, it's Gardy. Um I guess Chapman kinda, right? Um Yeah. I don't know. I think the flip might always be there. Yeah. Um I mean Jordan that's also. weird. That's uh that's tough for me. I'm MJ. MJ obviously on a different level. Obviously. Um like Brady has that. Yeah, I mean it it goes in that the ultra competitor. The ultra competitor. I think mm-hmm. you know, I think Andy Pettit was a representative of that back in the day. I guess Jeter was, but I think that's just because he was so good in playoff games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know. Right. It's Gardy, right? It's kind of like Gar- the team leader, old man Hardo. Gardy, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that ends this episode of Talking Yanks. Thank you guys very much for tuning in and hanging out with us for a little bit. We appreciate it. We will see you on Friday. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.